0: Welcome to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Banker Legacy Mobile Studio as, oops, I did it again, your boy Van's got the Corvids. Uncle Corvid has struck again. And here I am, stuck in my house, doing this show from my podcast studio in beautiful and historic Bareilles, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. But back at the studio, Robert <laughs> Buck D. Gibson, hopefully he's feeling a lot better. What's oh, happening, my guy? Hey,
3: I'm feeling great. First of all, you're just going to start the show off by breaking all the HIPAA laws, I guess. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> breaking. It's not breaking a HIPAA law when it's for yourself. Yeah, for yourself, huh? It sounded good. Thank you, though. How you I'm feeling, you though? I'm not know what
0: HIPAA means. That's really, that's really cool.
3: Well, you know, I used to work. And, uh, I used to so, work in Medicaid. You know I know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were in, like, sister businesses back in the day. Yep. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling fatigued. I got the chills. I got a fever. But, like, I'm not, like, sick, sick. Thank goodness. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But for the safety of the Albuquerque and surrounding areas, I'm locking myself in my home. I don't want to spread this to anybody, especially the lovely people at Cumulus Media or KNML, the sports animal, especially producer Robert Buck D. Gibson. have a great program for you today, despite the bad news about my ill state of affairs. But your boy's a trooper, Albuquerque. I'm here to put in work. I will be with you. Robert Buck D. Gibson will be with you all the way up into 7 o'clock. Got some great guests. Uh, We're supposed to be at the YMCA today, but again, I don't want to give the lovely people of the YMCA all my dirty corvids. So we canceled that, and here I am stuck in the home. But we'll tell you what's going on at the YMCA, and then later uh, we have returning friend of the show, Katie Bone, going to join us, talk about what's going on in her world, really excited. I mean, if you were here for that last interview, you know how special of a human being she is. And we also have Jeffrey Holland, LCSW, uh, is also of the Endorphin Power Company, coming at you at 5.30. And basically, besides telling you what's going on in the Albuquerque and surrounding areas, we're gonna hit you with all the sports and sports-adjacent content you can absolutely handle today. Uh, NFL trade deadline coming up. We're going to hit on that later. Um, you know, football is in mid-season form, unlike a lot of these quarterbacks that we expected a lot more out of. Always in mid-season form is Robert Buck D. Gibson. Uh, we missed you yesterday, my dude.
3: Yeah, man. I had a. I was coming back, you know, from... Being in the Phoenix, Tempe, Scottsdale area for some comedy, um, had to do a little fatherly duty, so I had sure. to miss yesterday.
0: NBA just started. We're gonna hit you with some hot takes on the beginning of the NBA season, except for the Lakers sucking. There's a lot of surprises <laughs> in the NBA.
3: I wouldn't we call that a su- I wouldn't call that a surprise though.
0: Oh well, yeah, I said except for the Lakers sucking. Yep. We got some surprises. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they are the worst three-point shooting team in the league, and it's not even close. We're going to hit on that. They need to desperately move some stuff around there because their makeup, as it is, is not going to get them anywhere. Marlon's got a new coach. We're going to hit on that a little bit. And uh, we got ourselves a little World Series preview coming up. ESPN did a story today, and we usually don't talk much about the competition, ESPN, a secondary news sports entertainment program, if you ask me. They're they're no CBS sports, naturally. But they did a great story on my dude, Mattress Mac. And if you don't know Mattress Mac, he's the biggest Astros fan. He's been a staple of the Astros and Houston community since the early 80s so he's I a, remember he's a
3: he's a bigger astro fan than yourself
0: i would have to say yeah if there's oh, anybody it's it's going to be him i got to look him up oh that we, espn like i said they did a great story on him it's very uh, thorough and verbose it's a, a really good read i was reading it today as i was feeling pathetic cuddled up in bed in way too many and not enough blankets depending on my body temperature today we're going to talk a little uh, Mattress Mac right now. And I know I briefly talked about Mattress Mac. Uh, Jim MacInvale is his real name. But he owns Gallery Furniture mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas. And I grew up on his commercials. Um, the first one, the biggest one, was like, Gallery Furniture will <laughs> save you money.
3: You know what's crazy? Like, You've talked about will... him before. I remember. I remember now. Now that I'm looking at. Looking him up, we've talked about him before.
0: Yeah, I I highlight him every once in a while. Like, he's a great story. Like, I mentioned him. Like, he should be the one sitting behind home plate in Yankee Stadium instead of friggin' Ted Cruz, who, as far as I know, nobody cares about except for his voting base in Texas. (laughs) Mattress Mac is actually a good dude. Like, for example, during Hurricane Katrina, during Hurricane uh, Sandy, he opened up literally all of his mattress stores and allowed people affected by the hurricane to come in there and sleep. Another thing he did that is absolutely genius, he has promotions at his store, and he will bet. I mean, it's the biggest promotions are for the Astros, obviously, but a couple years ago it was Kansas basketball. A few years ago it was uh, Peyton Manning and his Broncos. Uh, in his final year. But what he'll do, and it's absolutely genius, he will have a promotion where if you bet, I mean, when he bets on a certain team, if that team wins the championship, your furniture is free. Oh, So this year, for example, he bet that the Houston Astros will win the World Series. And so every piece of gallery furniture over two or three thousand dollars whatever you get for free in the situation that the astros win the world series and here they are yep. four wins away as close as it can actually get because they are favored basically in every category except for the checkbox of having bryce harper but this is a really cool story because he he bet up to like a ten and a half million yeah. dollars, yeah, which will which will cover all of his losses for giving away this furniture. So either the Astros lose, and he makes ten and a half million dollars off all this furniture sales, or now hear me out. Yes, this is where it gets interesting. He has an average of seven and a half to one
2: on Ooh. all of
0: his bets.
2: <laughs> so I just, he's got, I just
3: did the math.
0: Yes. So either he makes 10 million off these sales and, you know, he, with the margins, with the markup, et cetera, et cetera, he'll make, you'll have a good payday no matter what, or he wins $75 million. Oh my goodness. And everyone who bought furniture this year gets their furniture for free.
3: That's a win-win. It is. That's a win-win situation
0: so it's either 75 million dollars or whatever the profit margin is in between his cost and 10 million dollars which it's a win-win no matter what but i'm rooting for this guy not only because i grew up on his commercials like this dude is legit hilarious like all of like the big houston texas a list B list movie stars like he would have them in commercials yeah and he would have them at the end of the commercial say gallery furniture will save you money (laughs) like literally everyone like Chuck Norris yeah Earl Campbell Nolan Ryan like anybody who's a figurehead has been on these mattress mat commercials and you know he's owed this giant debt of gratitude from the Houston area because he He even like right when the storm started and they're like looking to rescue people and, you know, try to save people from the storm. People were missing all of his delivery truck trucks. He donated or allowed um, first responders to use to go look for other people or volunteers or his employees or literally himself personally. I mean, he's just such an amazing dude, and, you know, he deserves this, and you're not going to like hearing this. The Astros deserve this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking here, man. Check this out. So if he wins that $75 million, that will exceed the entire payroll of 10 Major League Baseball teams.
1: That's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Look, okay, now you know, as a Dodger fan, I wouldn't be sure. rooting for Houston but sure. I'm breaking down because I have that hate for Bryce Harper. Now Boom. you're bringing me Mattress Mac. I need Houston to go ahead and win this by a sweep 4 0. All right, get we this, got another convert. Yeah, get this out the way. Get the $75 million to Mattress Mac.
0: <laughs> On a sweep, too. I'd love that. Yeah. So, Albuquerque, I told you you should be out here rooting for Alex Bregman, the son of Albuquerque, the son of New Mexico. He deserves your support. The Astros deserve your support. And if you didn't know about Mattress Mac, this is one of the best dudes on the planet. He literally sacrificed his whole fortune, his profits for years and years and years to help his community, to help surrounding areas. Like he has his own trade school attached to to his um, furniture warehouse. He has free daycare attached to his furniture warehouse. He's constantly doing some kind of promotion in Houston to help people in need. And he's the type of guy that you really wanna root for. Um, Maybe Philadelphia has somebody like that. Maybe Philadelphia has some story like that. (laughs) 505-246-0610. We will be taking your calls uh, up until 445 where we're gonna have a few guests. But if you're a Phillies fan, let me know about why we need to root for your team.
3: 505-246-0610. I don't know, man. This this matcher's max $75 million is great. <laughs> so that's that, that's going to be hard to top.
0: Yeah, but if anybody out there, you got like the uh, – oh, I forgot what team, the uh, Sister Mary or whatever, every NCAA tournament. If oh, you, if yeah, you have, yeah. If you have some story – That's going to make the Philadelphia Phillies go over. Yeah. For people who are sitting on the fence, not sure who to root for, hit us up. I'd love to hear your story. Uh, When we get back, we're going to talk some NBA. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico yes. Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we do lunch at the 66 Diner. Mondays, that's for the boys at Howie's Sports Page, getting down on Monday Night Football every single Monday. And the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. And I tell you what, Robert,
3: I could use some Teller Vodka right now. <laughs> you think that'll knock everything out? Well, it'll make me feel better temporarily. <laughs> it'll make you think it knocked everything out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little, I might have a little hot toddy in my future. We'll see how this progresses.
3: So your Lakers, Robert. <sighs> Man. This is hard to watch. I was just going to say the same thing. It's bad. Very bad. Two games
0: ago, Russell Wilson had four points on 0-for-11 shooting and 0-for-6 three-point shooting. This is after his team rallied around him and said, don't listen to the haters. You're a good player. We want you on our team. And then he goes and throws up that goose egg, the very next day. <laughs> when, let's say, like, what were your... What were your original thoughts when the Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook? Did you think it'd be a good piece? Did you think that he could help contribute to a a Lakers team that was just ever so recently winning, i.e. winning the championship in 2020?
3: Well, yeah, because, look, I'm not a GM. Nobody's a GM. You would think, okay, this player is better than the player that was there. And that automatically in your brain thinks that's going to make the team better. But when you look at it, just just being objective and you take a step back, you're like, this guy needs the ball all the time, as well as LeBron, as well as someone needs to feed AD. So when I first saw that we were getting Westbrook, I thought, I'm not gonna lie, hey, we're back to the championship. But I didn't take in consideration what the chemistry would be like, and the chemistry is bad, very
0: bad. Like, there's there's no there's no sugarcoating it how bad they look, and how lost they look. They don't have a shooter on the team. And no offense to, you know, probably second place on NBA Rushmore, one LeBron James in his 20th year, mind you. He'll get hot here and there. LeBron can shoot. But they don't have anybody to dish the ball out to. And to me, the Lakers, that is a team that is a drive to the paint
3: Kick out. dish out to Kick the open out. shot right and that that's how they're made and they don't have any friggin shooters yeah and like you said lebron can get hot but we know that's not his game no nope. we we know that we he's a distributor he he drives to the basket he can shoot here and there but you know he's not the guy that you really want spotting up shooting threes um It's just crazy because if you look back at the championship team in the bubble, that's exactly what we had. Now we have nothing. Nothing. And it's showing, too. I I saw somewhere, what, 21%? Yeah. Horrible. 21%
0: from three. They are the worst shooting team in the league by 10 percentage points. That is awful. Every other team in the league is shooting at least 30%. The Lakers are shooting 20% and some change. That's not going to win a single basketball game ever in the modern NBA. My preseason pick for the MVP, Zion Williamson, is already hurt. Surprise, surprise. The Pellies are looking good. I mean, they're 2-1. and one. Obviously, this is our way-too-early overreactions. But the Golden State Warriors look like the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Utah Jazz, who I thought was in tank mode, are 3-1 with Colin Sexton and a bunch of friggin' nobodies. 505-246-0610. How are your Utah Jazz doing this? I want to hear from you.
3: What,
0: what are some of your biggest first impressions from the NBA season so far?
3: Well, uh, one of my biggest impressions is the new blood that's coming through. It's new blood, like you said, you've been talking about the pelicans, um, you gotta look at Memphis, like the this new generation is here, and they're taking it over. They're about to take it over, and I love to see it.
0: John Morant looks like a dude; he can take over a basketball game with his shooting and athleticism and and defense. The dude's just all over the court, and this is not gonna sound fair. Whatsoever, but Ja Morant is looking like a young Russell Westbrook.
3: I agree. The Russell
0: Westbrook that we all see right now wasn't the Russell Westbrook of as little as three years ago. He was a first team All NBA player three years ago, four years ago. A top five MVP vote getter every time he plays a full season, won the friggin' MVP has averaged a triple-double multiple times. I see that same kind of trajectory out of Ja Morant. And the Memphis Grizzlies, top to bottom, are looking really strong.
3: I'm just, I'm just surprised that Morant is really, really taking off this soon. Because if you look at his stature, you know, you don't really think of this guy as someone who takes over the game. Because we haven't seen anybody like that since Iverson. And it's, he's more explosive than Iverson. He's dunking on people. He's grabbing rebounds. He's stealing. Like, he takes over the game on both ends of the floor.
0: John Morant tied with uh, his teammate, Desmond Bain, averaging 38 points a game. This is insane already.
3: Well, we know one of those are going to fall off, and his uh, name is he, not yeah. Morant.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. that um, Bain put up. Uh, 38 yesterday yeah. John ja Morant leading the league with 35.3 followed by Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry Donovan Mitchell and Damian Lillard it seems like all these guys are coming into the season super hot yeah like all these superstars that you'd expect to be there rebounds Gobert I mean excuse me Gobert Valenciennes uh, uh Giannis Nurchik like all the rebounders all the assist guys Trey Young Chris Paul James Harden, Jokic again. All these stars are just coming right in hot. 505-246-0610, if you call us and Robert lets you on, welcome to the program, frequent contributor, friend of the show, uh, fantasy stalwart until last week when I dominated him, mailman, what's happening, my guy?
3: Mailman. Oh, looks like we have a couple of troubles here. Let me let Mailman know to call us back.
0: Okay, sure thing. Yes, it's a superstar-driven league, the NBA, and all these superstars are coming in hot right now. Donovan Mitchell traded from the Jazz to the Cavs. He looks like he's already in midseason form. He looks comfortable in Cleveland, and Cleveland's starting off the season well. They really—they're going to need a couple weeks, a month or so, to really gel as a team. I think Cleveland, the core that they had already, plus now a sharpshooter in Donovan Mitchell, they're going to make some noise throughout the year. I don't see them as a championship contender, but Cleveland is going to make some noise this year. Of course, we got Steph. Of course, we got Luca. All right, let's try this again. Welcome to the program, mailman.
4: Mailman, what up? Can you hear me now?
3: You're in there, mailman.
4: <laughs> You're with All me. Right. All right. Hey, man. So I, I got a question for you. I'm not trying what to up. put your business in the street. Okay. Of course, Robert said it's okay to put your business in the street. So I'm going to put your business in the street.
0: I often put my own business in the street, so go for it.
4: Did you kill Uncle Fred? Fred will be back tomorrow Fred is on
0: assignment At Highlands University
4: So you say (laughs) So you say He
3: never believes anything So
4: if we call up tomorrow Is Uncle Fred going to be it?
3: Uh, Fred is supposed to
0: be on the program Tomorrow with Robert Uh, We'll see how my health is If I'm going to join from the John Lopez Real Estate Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio, hey. i.e. the podcast studio at my house. But yeah, Fred will be back tomorrow, okay. mailman. Have no worries. He's oh, alive and well.
4: Okay, I thought it was some shady stuff going on. All of a sudden you got the COVID <laughs> and no Fred around. I thought you had killed him and put him in the backyard.
0: Well, I mean, I would be... Suspect number one, if that were to happen, no doubt. So
4: <laughs> um so I'm 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 yucking it up to keep from crying.
3: Okay, but okay. Uh oh.
4: It is it is it is not a good season for the Steel City. My heart is hurting right now. Stop laughing, Buddy. <laughs> I can I can laughing <laughs> all the way out here. I I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. I think we are gonna be for the first time in still in history, I think we are gonna have a pick in the top five. That we did that we didn't get from somebody in the trade.
0: Yeah, I mean it's looking that way, mailman. Um They're doing even worse than I thought they were going to do, seeing that roster, seeing that schedule at the beginning of the year. I thought they'd be floating around 500. I knew the quarterback play wasn't going to be great, but I thought the running game was going to be top shelf. I thought the defense was going to be top shelf, and they were going to give a lot of teams trouble. But this is a little worse than I expected. So my answer to your question, what's it going to take, Uh, and the answer is patience probably some of those yeah. big draft picks, maybe a trade or two, because I don't see it turning them around this year, mailman.
4: man. Well, I don't like the way your dirty, stinking Green Bay Packers are sniffing <laughs> around uh, <laughs> uh, out camp. I don't like that either. So I want you to know I don't like that either. Mail I can't place- help y'all decided not to go and draft uh, 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 some decent wide receivers, and now – your dirty rotten scoundrels are over here trying to toast our good pickers. Stay out our gun, mailman.
3: <laughs> mailman. I'll will t- tell you this: it's not as bad as you think it is. After you look at the games, they've only had one game they were blew out. Other games they've been within a score. Next week, yeah, you might chalk this up as a loss, y'all. Play Philly, but after that, I think I actually think you guys can be close to five hundred. Uh.
0: And Mike Tomlin has never been under five hundred his whole career.
4: I know, but what does that really mean other than we not getting top drafted?
3: <laughs> oh, we so always you, drafting
4: in the team. You you in want the mid teens or the
3: late teens You want them to be bad, bad. Don't just be on the fringe bad. You want that top five pick. Is that right. what you're saying? If we don't gotcha.
4: we be bad, we going out like suckers and we want the first two. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, you
0: could get like a fifth round pick, maybe a conditional six round pick for Chase Claypool, baby. He looked good in green and yellow.
4: No, no, Guido. (laughs) No, (laughs) you trying to poach us? Look, you sound like them dudes in my fantasy football league. (laughs) I don't want to just get him up. Yeah, you gonna have to pay for him, dog. We gonna just get him to you, man. (laughs) Another sleeper. Hey man, what
0: are you what are you uh, doing? Not changing not changing your lineup against me, mailman. You just gave me that week.
4: Well, I I I, you I have was COVID tied too? up with some other things. Ah, and and when I woke up and looked down there, I said, "Oh no, I didn't change it." And I said, "Well, there ain't nobody but Van." <laughs> and then you, you decided to go and do a little rain dance on me, and I didn't appreciate that.
3: So. <laughs> Well, I I'm, I'm glad. glad I'm you. glad.
4: Don't worry. I'm a monkey. I'm a monkey style. Buck D in a little while. I'm gonna be coming to see him. I already pimp smack Fred, But I don't know if I'm gonna get to see you again. But uh, if I do see you again, it won't be the same, man. It won't well, be Jeff, the same.
0: Heavy lies the crown, my friend. Come at me.
4: I got it. I, I see you. <laughs> I see you. I'll smell you later. I'll smell you later, man.
0: Hey, Mailman, thanks for the call. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Hey, Mailman calling is a perfect segue into a little bit of NFL talk. More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Oh no, Van's got the corvids <laughs> stuck in his home. Can't go anywhere. Now this this could not be worse timed. Little peel, peel behind the curtain. We're like super busy right now. Yes, myself, Fred, and and Robert. We got promotions up in Highlands. We're wearing a lot of other hats. We're doing a lot of other stuff. And on top of that, personally, I'm trying to get my friggin' house listed and sell my house uh i guess since i'm stuck here i could do some stuff around here but nothing in the community because i don't want to be that jerk like whoever it was that gave me the corvids Mm. and go out in public and get somebody sick uh day one feels okay fever chills uh swollen lymph nodes Uh, i'm achy and i am friggin tired robert i took two naps
3: today Wow. Two naps and I still feel tired. I'm jealous. (laughs) You're jealous? I'm just just jealous of the naps. None of the other stuff.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) the reason I'm taking these naps is because I got friggin' COVID again, Robert. That's not a good trade. Well, I didn't want that part. I just want the naps. Receiving COVID and having to take naps because your body can't move around your own friggin' home, that's not a consolation prize. Somebody who looks like they have COVID... Acts like they have COVID, plays like they have COVID, is one Russell Wilson. Oh man. Who looks looks like a shell of himself. Like, does he have like seven week long COVID? Like, how is he this bad all of a sudden?
3: Man, here's the problem. He's never had to be the man on the team until now. I don't he's not built for it. This is what we're seeing. You know, he's 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 had a great running game a super great defense, great great receivers, great coaching. Think about it. You strip all that away, you just have him, and that's what we're seeing right now. I think he cursed himself at the beginning of the year when he was throwing
0: shade at Seattle. Oh, yeah. Like, I finally get to be on a real team, and I don't got to do all this by myself. Well, guess who's doing it without you? My number two MVP vote-getter, one Geno Smith, Jeez. He's playing lights out. Like, what, what if the Broncos went after Geno Smith instead of Russell Wilson and got Geno Smith for pennies on the dollar? Yeah. Saved our, saved all their picks. They'd still have Fant. They'd still have a couple other
3: defensive contributors. Mike might, might could have picked up someone else. Sure. Any uh, number of people. Speaking of Geno, he took my team to the woodshed. Geno. Yeah, I did, G- I did not expect that one, man. <sighs> once again injuries but i can't i can't say injuries cuz it happened after we were already losing but uh yeah gino he's the real deal man i i i'm actually rooting the for en- the guy
0: the nfl is a next man up kind of league yep. and if one of your dudes goes down you got to have the depth to have him replaced whether yep. it's you know you saw seattles whole running back core go down after the last couple of weeks
3: yep they plug in a rookie it's killing and he goes off for 160 friggin yards right and they also they also like, lost what? uh metcalf dk metcalf he got injured i believe in the second quarter didn't didn't yeah. didn't miss a beat he got the
0: the dreaded high ankle sprain it looks like because that thing those always linger for like a month six weeks Oh, excuse me. He don't got the high ankle. That, he's got knee. Yeah. yeah, he's got a knee. Sorry, that was, I was uh, thinking of...
3: that was Mike Williams.
0: Yeah, Williams. Got, yeah, had got the his, high ankle.
3: Got his ankle twisted like a pretzel.
0: Well, that's great. One of my fantasy leagues, I got DK and Mike Will. So. Oh, man. <laughs> cool, 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 wow. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but the Seahawks, right? Who's gonna step in for DK? I mean, it's just gonna be next man up, right?
3: Yeah, because that, that's what they've been doing. The Seahawks haven't got smoked. Would you They're have been th- competing? Would you have thought the Seahawks would be leading that division going into what? Week's What are we in? Week 7? About to go into week 7, week 8. They are leading that division with teams like the Cardinals, the Rams, and uh San Francisco. That nobody would have said they would be leading that division.
0: Oh, not a single person that doesn't live in Seattle or their kid plays on the Seahawks. Like there's no way Anybody else except for Seattle fan and DK Metcalf's mom <laughs> thinks that they're going to be that competitive. I thought, honestly, I thought Seattle it would be more likely that Seattle didn't win a single friggin' game. That's what I said. Than, than them being over 500 and leading their
3: division. Yeah.
0: With Geno Smith.
3: Yeah. I picked them actually on air to win zero games. It was between oh it was between them and the Bears. Hey, and
0: look what the Bears did last night. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just an attribute of the league right there that there's so much parity and you know the the any given Sunday, right? Right. Like basically anybody who aren't the Bills or the Eagles any given Sunday, and you saw the Bills take a freak loss to the Colts. Yep. And speaking of Russ, I mean what happened to Matt Ryan too. Like, oh, Watching him throw deep balls is like <laughs> legit embarrassing. Like I am sad for him. Like a league MVP, a perennial All-Pro player,
3: and he can't throw the friggin' ball. It's it's hard to watch. They had such high hopes for him. I and I thought, okay, he's getting out of Atlanta. That team's horrible. He's going to a, a playoff team with a with a great running game. It's got some receivers. The defense is is stout, and. Everything stayed the same but him. He's been horrible. He's been horrible. Like, it's time for him to just go ahead and ride off to the sunset. You got your MVP season. He's done.
0: I think he's done. Seeing him throw the ball, I mean, it looks like you hear about it a lot in baseball with pitchers, especially high-velocity pitchers who just hit a certain age or have like a certain career pitch count, and they got what's called dead arm. Yeah. And, and seeing Matt Ryan try to throw medium and long throws, I mean, it looks like dead arm to me. Like yeah. He can't put any juice on it. His accuracy's off. He's just floating everything and hope somebody runs underneath it.
3: Well, okay, and, now that you bring that up, I'm, I'm looking at the stats. They only lost by nine points. And you look at Jonathan Taylor had ten carries. Matt Ryan threw the ball 44 times. I don't think that's the game plan you want when he's your quarterback. No, that is not the Colts' game plan. That
0: hasn't been the Colts' game plan since they realized what they had in Jonathan Taylor. Right. But the Seahawks, back to the Seahawks and Geno, real quick. They took a L to a really good Forty ers team. Mm-hmm. They took a L to the Falcons, who had a miracle game, and then they took a L to a Saints team, and that's the the game where Taysom Hill did everything. Yeah. Do a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, received a touchdown, blocked a kick, returned a punt. Like this, this whole this freakish Taysom Taysom Hill game. Besides that, every single game has been close, and they have been beating good teams. Yep, it is absolutely bonkers, and and they play at home this week. The Giants, who seem like this team every week, the Giants win close game after close game after close game and they don't do it except for like a couple big Saquon runs the Giants aren't sexy like they don't have anybody we're like oh we got a game plan for this guy like oh my god okay excellent uh we'll go to break and we'll come back with Jacques from the YMCA talk about what's going on there at both of their branches. Love talking to YMCA. As you know, the boys start their days at the YMCA. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. I'm going to jump right into it. We got Jacques on the phone from the YMCA with us. He is the... uh, Is it enrollment director? Did I get that right? Membership director? What's going on, Mr. Tony? Rob, I don't have anything with me here. Give me
3: just a second.
0: Okay. A little behind the scenes, you know, myself and Fred and hopefully Robert soon, too, are going to be on the YMCA board. Or we already are. Hopefully Robert is soon. And we just love the YMCA so much. Everything they do for the community. And I just flat out love the facilities themselves. A lot of rehab going on there. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, It should be a brand new gym uh, by January 1st when, you know, the New Year's resolution guys show up to the gym for a couple weeks and then kind of duck out after that. But let's hope they stay with it. Speaking of with it, I think I got Jacques with me. What's going on, my man?
5: What's going on, gentlemen? How y'all doing today?
0: Doing good, good, Mr. Tony. Uh, Jacques Tony, membership director at the Horn Branch of the YMCA. Um, What is going on at the Y, man? You guys got a lot going on right now.
5: Yeah, we got tons of things going on right now. We actually just started registration for our winter sports, so we're going to be offering – Basketball as well as volleyball for all of the kids uh, starting ages 3 and up.
0: 3 and up, like 3 all the way up until what?
5: 17. So we got uh, a couple of leagues going for our volleyball. We have an 8 to 10, 11 to 13, and then 14 to 17. And then for the basketball, we got a little itty-bitty crew coming out there uh, starting at 3. They're going from 3 to 5. And then we have uh, eight to seven, six to nine groups as well. So, excuse me, eight to seventeen group. So we got a couple of things going on, and, and it's all free and, and, uh, when you get signed up at the Y currently at, right now too.
0: Yeah, and, and basketball fills up really fast, right?
5: Yes. So we got the phones have been off the hook, and everybody's been coming in for the last two days. So you are definitely trying to get signed up now. Is the time? Don't think about it. Come in now.
0: And, and this isn't just for individual kids, uh, which which is the bulk of the membership for for winter sports. But if you're a coach and you're not happy, you could bring your whole friggin team into the league, right?
5: Yeah, you got, you got a whole league. Uh, your whole team can come and join one of our teams here. You can even coach with them as well. Yeah.
0: Are you guys looking for any coaches or volunteers for basketball or volleyball?
5: Yeah, we are looking for some coaches uh, for both sports. So I believe our intermediate teams, they need a little bit more coaches there, as well as our older teams in um, volleyball as well. And we're looking for some more sites to even get our volleyball teams at.
3: Jock, I have a question. This is Robert. What's the experience level needed to be a coach? I'm asking for myself.
5: Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we deal with a lot of volunteers, so we ask that, you know, you at least know the sport. Um, play maybe some high school or maybe some college ball yourself and definitely be able to just coach up the young ones. It's this a good development league more than anything.
0: Jacques, I want to talk a little bit about the, um, the all-inclusive membership. Um, uh, my, my fam's out of town, so it doesn't really apply to me and I don't have any young kiddos that might want to play sports, but you can get the whole family on the plan and then YMCA sports are free if you have the all-inclusive membership. Can you talk a little bit about that and how appealing that is for the friends of the show?
5: Yeah, so we have our uh, single-parent memberships as well as our whole family memberships. We start at $55 monthly. Right now we got a great promotion going on. um, So you guys get started up as a family. That includes mom and dad coming in and get a workout in, as well as the kids getting the sports. Um, And then... Everyone can, you know, just enjoy a good time at the Y. So, uh, we're offering everything with the free classes, uh, we're giving out free orientations right now with our personal training team. So we're getting, taking care of the whole family right now. So it's not just for the kiddos to get in the sports, it's to get the whole family together and enjoy um the fitness facility together as well. And then we're hoping to get some more programs going for the adults so they can be competitive amongst themselves.
0: Jacques you're pretty new to the y m c a family uh does it feel like home yet
5: uh i love the y it's it's a it's a love it's a great place to work uh, they take good care of you it's a it's a healthy place to work at you know every, the mental state is definitely good
0: Jacques anything to tell the friends of the show before we let you go
5: uh yeah everyone come to the y come play some basketball play you know Come visit us over at our McLeod location, get some massages, get some personal training, get started on your wellness goals now. Don't wait till the New Year's. Get started today. Uh, We're here and happy to bring everyone in. Everyone belongs here. Uh, We want to just have everyone living healthily.
0: Jacques, thanks for coming on the show and talking about all the awesome stuff that's going on at the Y. We really appreciate you being part of the team, and uh, thanks for everything you do.
5: Thank you guys for having me
0: when we get back more sports and sports adjacent content one superstar albuquerque rock star you know her you love her one katie bone joins us when we get back talking about a really cool event that they have going on you're listening to two men on 95.9 fm am
5: 610 the sports animal okay okay
3: Buck D DJ and bringing that energy for Katie Bone. Robert, we got Katie with us? Yes, she is on the line waiting.
0: Excellent. Welcome back to Two Men On. Quitting time. If you're a 9 to 5 or welcome, hope you're just sitting in the car, just sat down, turned your dial to 95.9 FM at AM 610, the sports animal. And then, no, I guess. Let's try to get Katie Let's back try to on. Get her <laughs> back. <laughs> You're listening to Two Men on 959 FM AM 610 D Sports Animal. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We play on Team I9 and we start our days at the YMCA. Lunch we do at 66 Diner. Probably lunch and a milkshake. I probably shouldn't be doing milkshakes right now because of the situation with my tum-tum having the COVIDs and all that good stuff, but uh, we lunch as much as possible at the 66 Diner. Don't worry, 66 Diner is not where I got the Corvids. Mondays, that's for Howie Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway, and the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. 505-246-0610, reach out to us on the Sports Animal Hotline. Now on the hotline, we got friend of the show, multiple-time guest, Ninja Warrior, Elite Climber, and uh, someone who loves her community. Katie, welcome back to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me on again.
0: Absolutely. Last time we were on, we are talking about the Ninja Warrior and everything you got going on with you personally. We're going to touch on a little bit of that as well but you also have a big event coming up next week. You want to tell us about that?
1: Yes. So November is National Diabetes Awareness Month. So for that, uh, we are hosting a family-friendly game night to bring the Type 1 community together and support them a little bit more. Um, So we are doing that on November 2nd.
0: And November 2nd, not only is that going to be game night at main event, the boys will be doing our show live from main event having a lot of fun with it and we'll be hanging out after i've been mean, considering robert that i don't got the corvids no more
3: yeah 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 we got to get that out of you right, so
0: <laughs> i'm gonna go to a sweat sweat lodge or something tomorrow i'll figure it out uh katie so you are type one diabetic i mean you're you're a passionate member of the community but especially this community, uh, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. How did you get involved with this organization? And tell us a little bit about your journey with type 1 diabetes. Yes.
1: So when I was 11 years old, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And pretty much right after we were diagnosed, we got involved with JDRF. And they've been a huge part in this journey and making sure that we don't feel alone in this. And that we have the support that we need. So I have since then wanted to do that for other people. And when people are newly diagnosed with type 1 to make sure that they know they're not alone and that they can, they'll do whatever they want and live their life and while thriving with type 1 diabetes.
0: And, and that's something that you certainly have done is thrive with type 1 diabetes. I mean, a winner on Ninja Warrior. By, hey, by the way, when's the, the next show coming up?
1: Um, We will start applications probably here in about the next month, and then they will send out casting calls next January, and we will film another season.
0: How exciting. So also, you are an elite climber, and uh, you guys are trying to get to the next Olympics. Is that correct?
1: Yes. The Olympics have been a goal of mine since I was little, and then they introduced climbing into the 2020 Olympics and that has been a huge goal and something that I've been working uh, towards for a while now. I have nationals here in about three weeks, and if I can do well at that, then I will have team trials next year and hopefully get on the World Cup circuit to then potentially qualify for the Olympics. But recently I made the U.S. youth speed climbing team, and I competed at Worlds in August. So speed climbing has been a bigger part of my life lately.
0: And it's so awesome to see your success and everything you had to go through to obtain that success. What What would you tell, you know, another young woman who has aspirations right now, whether it's Ninja Warrior or climbing or, or any kind of goals that they think they might have some obstacles in the way?
1: Um, say yes. I never wanted to ask myself, like, what if, even especially with type one, and if it is something you want to do, then work for that and do everything you can to make that goal become a reality, because it is one hundred percent achievable.
0: Love that so much. You're an absolute inspiration, and thanks for everything you do for the Albuquerque and surrounding areas of community. Let's let's hit on this event one more time. So, it's Wednesday, November second, starts at five p.m. in between five p m and six thirty pm there's going to be a special exclusive access for members of the Albuquerque and surrounding areas uh, who have type 1 diabetes and then starting at six thirty anybody can join is that correct
1: yes so five is just for type one people and type one families and then at six thirty it'll be open to the wider New Mexico community um, they'll play games and have food and just Able to support and connect with those
0: living with type one diabetes, and everybody's welcome. You don't have to register, but they would appreciate if you did register. So register at katiebone.com or your Instagram or JDRFs, which is Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, mm-hmm. uh, their event pages.
1: Yes, so, so uh, the event is sponsored. And you type in Katie Bone. Um, Boom. you can RSVP there or it's on my Instagram.
0: So also the, the event is sponsored and supported by the Omnipod and, and they make your so, tubeless and waterproof insulin pump. How did you get into a relationship with these guys?
1: So Omnipod and Dexcom are both sponsoring the event and Omnipod, um, created my insulin pump and then Dexcom created my computer glucose monitor, both of which I wore visible on the show this year. But they, I have been in contact with them and have had partnerships with them in the past. And then especially this last year, they have been a huge part of my training and making my diabetes management so much easier. And a lot of this competing and training and traveling, all of it would be very different without them. Um, I've been very grateful for them. They've been a huge part of managing my type 1 diabetes.
0: Again, one more time, Wednesday, November 2nd, festivities start at 5 p.m., open to the surrounding area, wider New Mexico community at 6.30, going to be at Main Event. If you haven't been to Main Event yet, it is an absolute blast to be there. Like, what, what kind of games do you like to play, Katie, when you're at Main Event?
1: Um, my brother and I love to play laser Tag together.
0: That's so nice. nice or play a uh, pool with my family oh nice uh save a game a pool for me uh, i'd love to see your <laughs> skills because you're you're literally better okay. at everything in the entire world than me hopefully i could squeeze in like one pool win against katie bone <laughs>
1: no it's
0: just funny <laughs> katie uh anything else to let the friends of the show know before we let you go
1: Nothing I can think of, just RCP, please go. It'll be a lot of fun to be able to support and just get to hang out with everybody.
0: And come meet Katie Bone. There's going to be Katie Bone merch. There's going to be access to information. Uh, You can find out how you can further support JDRF in the future. And uh, the boys will be live doing our show from there and playing around at main event and having fun. Uh, Katie, once again, thank you for everything you do for the community. Appreciate having you on again, and we'll see you on November 2nd. Thank you so much for
1: having me. We'll see you next
0: week. When we get back, more NFL talk. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. I love that little sit down with Katie Bone. She's an absolute legend here in Albuquerque. love Love what she's doing for type one diabetes community and juvenile diabetes research foundation. Again, come hang with us November second. We'll be doing the show live from main event and we'll be hanging out afterwards, having a good time. Welcome back to Two Men On, 959 FM AM six ten D Sports Animal. As you know, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate, Colwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico. Mexico Pinon Coffee, we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we do lunch at 66 Diner. Mondays, that's for the boys, hey, hold on, and girls, at Howie Sports page on the corner of Tramway and Montgomery. And the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. So we we hit Robert a little bit earlier, like the downfall of Russell Wilson and, and Matt Ryan. But let's talk about some of these like more recent meltdowns, how the GOAT, Tom yeah. Brady, and the regular season GOAT, Aaron Rodgers, don't look like their selves either. Like, for me personally, like as a Packers fan, what I see is he doesn't have the time to set up a play, go through his reads, and once he does find an open receiver, the guys run the wrong routes, they got big drops, but he doesn't seem like himself. And then even more than that, Tom Brady like just seems like a shell of himself. And their injuries, sure, they got a couple guys hobbled, especially on the offensive line. But Tom Brady's supposed to be Tom Brady. Like, is this the time, Robert, where Father Time finally catches up with Tom Brady?
3: Or is this just like a, a little down? moment in the year I don't think so I don't think so for either one of those greats goats as we like to say because you gotta people forget we get caught up on the names the superstars and you don't give enough credit to the people they're surrounded by and I think on both right both accounts you're seeing what happens you could be one of the greatest players of all time I don't care we we're not going to say the age thing because we both know they can still play at a high level But when you don't have that basis, when you don't have a team that can actually do just the basic things to give you time to go through your progressions or see who's open, like, it's not going to work. And that's what we're seeing with both of these guys.
0: The Buccaneers lost four games last year, lost five games in 2020. So, obviously, there's parity in the NFL. Obviously, any given Sunday mentality. But they're losing in ways that is absolutely embarrassing. Yeah. The worst team in the league, the Carolina Panthers, hung up 21 on them without their starting quarterback, without their all-world running back, without their best wide receiver, and a bunch of nobodies filling in for those guys dominated the right. Buccaneers.
3: You forgot an interim coach as well.
0: Yes, and an interim coach because the other guy got fired. <laughs> it's such a dumpster fire man so <clears throat> seeing these guys week in and week out i i in my football fandom i can't remember a time where aaron rodgers and tom brady and let's have the stats department look this up real quick i can't ever recall a time where tom brady and aaron rodgers lost on back-to-back weeks when they were favorites in all four games i want to say it's never happened obviously they both have 20-ish year careers one more than the other but i don't see a single moment in their history that they've lost as favorites back-to-back weeks on the same weeks so it's hard for like old school football fans to sit back and Watch Tom Brady be a shell of himself and watch Aaron Rodgers play so poorly. When I think this is the best defense, you know, the end of last year, beginning of this year, that he's ever played with his whole career.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And they're in a position to make a lot of noise in the playoffs with their running game. But the offensive line has been hobbled, like I said Young wide receivers don't know what they're doing, making Aaron Rodgers look like a fool. And then usually when this happens, Aaron Rodgers turns on that little superhuman mode. Yeah. He turns it up to 11, if you will. But I'm not seeing that.
3: Well, I, I'm still saying it's because of what he has around him. Like – I always say it. He's surrounded by a bunch of Madden 62s, 63s, man. So the good thing about it, though, Van, the conference that they're in, they still have a shot to make the the playoffs. The the NFC isn't as strong as the AFC at all.
0: From the text line, the best thing Aaron Rodgers has done all year is cut his hair. And I don't think it's that far off. You know, as a Packers fan – This is hard to watch because we're used to sustained excellence or, you know, at least high competition from our teams during the Brett Favre era and then the Aaron Rodgers era coming short in the playoffs, coming short in the Super Bowl. But we're used to a level of excellence, and we're just not seeing it right now from the Packers, especially from their quarterback. It seems week in, week out, the defense is doing everything they need to do to win ball games, but Aaron Rodgers and the receiving core aren't doing their part. Okay, thank you, sir. NFL's a it's a it's a crazy league. <clears throat> because you can you can throw your hands up and be wildly surprised and you know shrug your shoulders like, well, I guess we're not good anymore. And there's so much parity, it's hard to have sustained success year in and year out with injuries, with free agency. You know, the the Tom Brady, Belichick Patriots, that's the exception, not the rule. Like, you're seeing a little sprinkle of that with the Chiefs right now, mm-hmm. and that's the exception, not the rule. And you've seen it, you know, through the Favre and Rodgers years. You know, Packers fan would like a couple more championships here and there, but this kind of sustained excellence, it's the exception, not the rule. That's why in NFL due to, you know, a couple good draft picks, you fill a couple holes, you have that inspirational, motivational coach that keeps you going. You're going to see risers like the New York jets, the New York giants, mm-hmm. uh, Seattle Seahawks is playing some good football. I think people are so one track minded. They're, um, they have such recency bias. You forget that the NFL cycles through these teams every single year. Yep. There's only a few top of the shelf teams every year. And Robert, like with your Chargers, yeah. you're seeing the opposite. Chargers were a lot of people's Super Bowl picks including yours,
3: yep, and they don't seem like that upper level contender yet. No. Um and you know, like you said, you could always point at the the injuries, you know, J.C. Jackson went down. Mike Williams, we just had um, – Slay just came back. Uh, Rashawn Slater, all, you can go down the line and you're, you're talking about all-pro players, also Bosa. You know, those are all-pro players, and if they're sitting out, it doesn't matter. You still should have the depth, like you said, next player up. Um, but I think what's hurting the Chargers – It's the offensive coordinator and the head coach. And I'm seeing some grumblings about Sean Payton. He always goes to Charger games. He's there in L.A. every week. I don't think, unless they turn it around, Sean Payton could be looming large in Los Angeles. Because at first I was thinking, okay, if Dallas doesn't do good, after that first week 0-1, Dak got hurt, I was like, okay, Sean Payton's going to Dallas. I don't think he's going to sit out another season. I don't see him. And I think he's kind of licking his chops, and he loves quarterbacks. Herbert's one of the best. Why wouldn't he want to work with one of the best? Yeah, for sure. Like
0: Sean Payton saw the writing on the wall, was going on with the Saints. Drew Brees retired. Michael Thomas got hurt. Alvin Kamara couldn't do it by himself. Jameis Winston wasn't that guy. He knows how upside down the Saints were on their payroll in the few years coming up. He jumped off of a sinking ship. He had a year off, hung out with his family. This will be his second year off. I do see a contender making a play for Sean Payton.
3: It'd be crazy not to. He's a great coach. Dallas Chargers.
0: um, Maybe he can quarterback guru. uh,
3: Let's cook. Russ Wills Yeah, you know what? That's another team whose coaching has been not the best. Like you could you look at Denver and you're like, okay, if I was playing with them on Madden, <laughs> I could do a better job of coaching <laughs> than what they have in real life. They have pieces. They got a great defense. Russ, I don't think Russell's that bad where you can't coach him up with a great coach. It's it's weird to me. You know,
0: I I see Certain aspects being like, maybe he wasn't that elite this whole time. Maybe Pete Carroll was the Russ whisperer and he knew (laughs) how to utilize him. But the way he's playing is an absolute shell of himself. Yeah. He is the worst quarterback in the NFL this year. By far. By far. It's hard to watch. Yep. When we get back. Jeffrey Holland, LCSW, and uh, from the Endorphin Power Company talking about a really cool event coming up, helping the Albuquerque and surrounding areas. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Van's got the Corvids. Stuck in his home for X amount of days until I'm cleared to leave. That doesn't mean I'm not here for you, Albuquerque. I will step it up. I have fever. I have chills. I have muscle aches. I am so tired.
3: You're way but better But I'm stepping than me. it up
0: for you, Albuquerque. I am working my way through this with the help of Robert Butt D. Gibson.
3: How are you feeling? Hopefully way better. I'm feeling great. I, I feel like I shouldn't be saying this because the way that you're feeling over there. I just want to tell you, you're the man because if that was me... I'm the biggest baby when I'm sick and there's no way that I'll be able to do what you're doing.
0: Well, thank you for that. Maybe that'll help me power through because we got another hour and a half to go giving you your hot takes for sports and sports adjacent content right here at two men on we're powered by Mexico pinon coffee, and we're proud to be attached to such (laughs) a great organization here in Albuquerque and the surrounding areas, what they do for the community and especially you know, with us for Locker 505. If you have any new still-in-package socks or undies, bring them by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, whether it's 528, uh, 4th Street, or Alameda locations. You'll get 10% off your order. Bring in a donation of new underwear or socks and make a social media post that's 25% off your order and come by when we're there and we'll just give you free coffee. Um, like tomorrow, uh, I'm guessing I won't be there because reasons, but the two men on will be out at the 528 location of New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Come see Fred and probably a special guest. Joining us now, Jeffrey Highland, licensed clinical social worker and executive director at the Endorphin Power Company. Speaking of doing cool things in the Albuquerque and surrounding areas, these guys totally are right now jeffrey welcome to the program how you doing brother
2: what's up my man sounds like you're you're dealing with some sickness
0: today has not been ideal that's for sure so, so you you
5: have been working weeks, as about an...
2: two weeks ago i had it really bad man i had a couple of days where i was just not feeling it so uh I, I i feel bad for you but i'm glad you're able to command through it and do the show and and obviously thanks for having me on
0: Yeah, absolutely, because we love what you guys are doing for the community, and we would love to support you guys in any way possible. So you've been uh, a social worker in the field for over 20 years working um, in addiction and being potentially unhoused. What was your segue into this line of work?
2: Well, you know, for me, my whole life I've always kind of had this – kind of giving attitude. I've always been a helpful person. But really what, what precipitated all of this was uh, my own act of addiction, right? So back in the bad old days, I was, I was an actively using heroin addict and IV drug user and criminal uh, about town and, and did a lot of damage. And, you know, when I finally um, kind of figured some things out for myself and, and got clean and sober, uh, just uh, decided that I needed to rectify that and kind of do a karmic correction um because above, uh, above everything else anybody who knows me uh knows that I I love Albuquerque I love my state like just with all my heart and Same. uh I just want to make it a better place and you know so I I decided that if I had this passion after being clean for 5 years uh I would go to school and so I I did it went and got my master's degree and and here we are all these years later helping people
0: so, to the loyal listener out there, friend of the show, who might be struggling with addiction or or any series of issues in your life, what what was that turning point for you? What was that air quotes uh, moment of clarity for you, where where you wanted to help yourself?
2: You know, I'm I'm not going to say I'm unique, but I had a little bit of a unique situation. I I actually got clean and sober by accident. I was running from some stuff in my life and. It just so happened that, uh, you know, I, I was at this point where, um, all the powers of the universe converged and, uh, you know, it happened. But, but the main thing is, is don't ever quit quitting, right? Like, you know, it's not, a lot of times it's not a switch. It's not one day your life is totally screwed up and you're strung out or you're, you can't get sober, or whatever. And then, you know, the next day you, sh- you should be clean and sober. That's like, that's very rarely does that happen. It's, it's a process and, the main thing is, is don't ever quit trying to get help. Don't ever quit trying to get sober. Don't ever quit reaching out. And for me, um, thank goodness there were a supportive, uh, cast of people, um, uh, although it dwindled at the end because I, I created quite a mess in my life, but I had a handful of supporters who, uh, who, um, in a healthy way, uh, encouraged me to get, uh, the help that I needed. And once I, Kind of show that I'm 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 on this path and I'm really trying. Then then they encourage me to do that. So it takes a community, man. It really does.
0: So so you now do this professionally, and you have done this for quite some time to help people in in similar situations. If they're looking for access to resources, or if they're looking to reach out to you, and and I promise we'll get to the event soon, but. If somebody is curious, if somebody wants more information, where do they go to take that first step?
2: Yeah, no, this is the important stuff, man. The comedy benefit's great, but let's talk about, like, you know, what what what's uh, what's, you know, really, you know, affecting our people in a negative way, our brothers and sisters out there. So, first of all, anybody can call me. If you are struggling, if you're ready, if you're not ready, if you're ready and you don't know where to get resources – um regardless of where you're at if you just want someone to talk to or if you're you know looking for help you can call my office at 505-268-3372 and uh if I can't get you to the right place I'm never more than one person away from that I'm am I'm an excellent resource in this field so um sometimes you just need someone to talk to sometimes you need direction and uh fortunately I can offer both so just if anybody needs to reach out 505 505- two, six, eight, three, three, seven, two. That's the endorphin power company. And we'll, and we'll do everything we can to help you.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about the endorphin power company and how you guys started and what you do for the community.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll try and make a long story, not so long. And it was started by an emergency room physician who had nothing to do with addiction. He just wanted to get this uh, population of people uh, kind of to their own place where they, uh, didn't have to take up so much space in emergency room, uh, you know, with people who weren't really adept at yeah. dealing with the, not, not the medical component, but the, the addiction component. So he, uh, you know, helped found Bernalillo County's, uh, care campus detox program. That was his idea. And so that's why there's a, a, a Bernalillo County detox facility where you can go into uh, with no cost and 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 get services for up to 10 days. But during that time, a property uh, became available across the street and uh, he decided, hey, this would be a good way to, you know, maybe when people get clean and sober, they can come here and stay clean and sober. So many years ago, he bought this property um, through nothing but volunteers. The entire property was deconstructed and reconstructed into a campus that has uh, 18 individual studio apartments, it has a a fitness center, it has a community center, it has a community garden. So people come to us, you know, say after they've gotten out of treatment, uh, they might be wanting more support or they might be facing the possibility of being unhoused. And uh, what they do is they live with us. We have a very unique program. It's uh, non-denominational, but there are some musts that you have to do. Um, But we just help, you know, offer support, offer case management, get you in touch with counseling, if that's what you need, and just uh, involve you in a very supportive community um, that allows you to set goals and reach them.
0: And you wouldn't be able to do all the amazing things you do without some support from the community. Can you let the loyal listener, friend of the show, know how they could help the Endorphin Power Company?
2: Sure, sure. So. So fortunately a, a lot of people listening probably probably know me just from you know my relationship uh, with the station and and the people involved because you guys have been very kind to us um but if you want to get involved we're always it's it's not just about money right like so if, like it could be donations it could be volunteering to teach a class or come run a group or a fitness class or you know offer some ideas on something new that we haven't thought about the best thing to do is always just reach out to us so you can do that uh via the website at endorphinpower.org and sign up for our newsletter and and get updates and then reach back out to us if you need to or again you can just call us and we're really good about talking to people and, uh, hashing things out. So again, 505-268-3372. And without, without, you know, I, I do have to say this, like, we're not, a, we're not a, a governmentally funded program. Um, that's one thing we're, we're, we're very proud of. We, we try and do this on our own because it allows us to make decisions, you know, on the spot without a lot of bureaucracy. And so we rely on the generosity of others, you know, um, to help support our program. Now our residents pay rent, so that, that covers a lot of our costs, but there are certain things that we like to do um, maybe outside the box, and those things are, are you know, largely, in large part, funded uh, by people that donate so that we can make things happen and positive impact in our community.
6: And you
0: got a special event coming up this Saturday. You're bringing a heavy hitter to Albuquerque. Let's uh, talk about that.
2: Sure, man, sure. So uh, several years ago, I had this idea, like I'm the, I'm the benefit idea guy, and I've been in music my whole life, here in bands uh, in Albuquerque and stuff. And I was like, we should do a, a concert benefit. And then I started remembering all the egos that are involved in a band, and I'm like, oh god, this is a horrible yeah. idea. Like, like, who's going to headline? All the personalities, and I'm like, what's the simplest thing you could possibly do? And I thought, well, a guy in a microphone. And 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 so I came up with this idea of a comedy benefit. So several years ago. Uh, we started off with Mark Marin, then we brought Jim Norton, then Mark Marin came again, then we brought Todd Berry, then we worked with Bob Odenkirk. And now, finally, after COVID, we're back at it, and we've got Mr. Brian Posehn, who a lot of people might not recognize the name, but if you Google uh, the name, you'll recognize the face. And uh, if you do know him, he's really got this uh, strong cult following. You know, he's done everything from... Uh, you know the Bob Odenkirk show in the very beginning. He's on Big Bang Theory. He's he's done everything, man. He's a, he is a heavy hitter in the in the comedy world. And uh, it's going to be this Saturday night at the Chemo Theater. Um, he's agreed to come be our featured performer for our sixth annual comedy benefit, and all proceeds going to benefit Endorphin Power Company. And this is uh, everything we do. We try and involve our community when we do a fundraiser. So this is just one of those things where we just want to get everybody together. Let's uh, kind of shut the outside problems off for a minute. Forget all the political stuff. Let's just get together and laugh like a bunch of idiots.
0: Hey, I'm super into that. You know who else is into that? You know, our co-host and producer for this very show, Robert Butt D. Gibson, is a local comedian. When you get off air, you guys need to connect.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. We we work very closely with a, a, a wide variety of local comedians. We always have locals open for these acts. We don't bring in, you know, not because we don't like them, but we want to promote Albuquerque. Like I said, it's about promoting community. So I'm I'm open for anything. I love promoting local talent, local artwork, local businesses. Um, I'm a uh, I'm a big Albuquerque, New Mexico honk. And if you talk to my nephew, he'll say. My my uncle is Mr. Albuquerque, and uh, I, just, uh, I just love where I'm from, man.
0: <laughs> I love all that. Thank you for everything you do for the community. We really appreciate uh, having you on and telling your story and letting everyone know how to help. One more time, can you tell the listeners about the event and how to get a hold of you?
2: Absolutely. First of all, let me thank you guys. You guys are always a big supporter of us, and I know this isn't necessarily sports-related, but uh, we appreciate you taking the time to let us – kind of interject, uh, you know, what's going on with us during your show. So kudos to you guys. Um, again, uh, it's the Endorphin Power Company at uh, endorphinpower.org. The phone number is 505-268-3372. No matter what's going on, man, just reach out. Uh, you're not alone. There's help out there. And the comedy benefit is this Saturday night at 7 o'clock at the Chemo Theater. Um, there's a very, very limited amount of tickets left. And, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a good time. Uh, Whether we're hearing from you about needing help or seeing you at the comedy benefit, we just want to see you and hear from you. So uh, thanks, guys. We really appreciate you supporting us.
0: Jeffrey Holland, Endorphin Power Company. Thank you so much, new friend.
2: Thanks, guys. Have a good night.
0: When we get back, more sports and sports-adjacent content. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.
4: Oh,
0: welcome back, Albuquerque. We got a short one right here, so let's just jump right into it. We're on the Sports Animal Hotline with YMCA's Dane Leninger, frequent contributor to the show. Sorry you couldn't be there in person today, buddy, but thank you for joining us, telling us what's going on at the YMCA. How you doing, Dane?
6: I'm doing good, yeah. thanks for Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, always a pleasure. I, I I legit have loved, like, your progression of being on the show. Like, it's, you're just a natural now, but uh, you've had some climbing uphill to do.
6: Yeah, yeah. You know, you still got to get the nerves out when you're going on the radio.
0: <laughs> you're doing great. You get better every single time. Speaking of getting better, the YMCA is getting better all the time there's a lot of construction and replacing machines and upgrades what all is going on at the ymca right now
6: yeah definitely things getting better we're uh we're in the midst of getting all new selectorized machines and a fully updated gymnasium to you know help with all these sports that we're that we're getting into this season
0: Nice, and that's just not like uh, treadmills and bikes. That's like all the machines, right? You're getting a whole facelift there at the YMCA.
6: Yeah, huge, huge facelift. So all the yeah, selectorized machines are are the basically the weight machines. So um, I believe probably about 15 brand new pieces coming in new um, from the uh, just. Sorry, um, I can't think of the machines' names, but yeah, just all, <laughs> basically a full full replacement of all the selectorized machines. So that's really exciting. The gymnasium itself is actually going to be getting the 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 biggest facelift with a full new floor and ceiling, lights to brand new backboards and doors, um, soundboarding. It's going to be really decked out in there, so it's going to be really cool
0: ymca is going to be the place to hoop that's supposed to be done right before new year's right you got a new basketball gym ready to have the best pickup games in town right at the y
6: yeah that's that's gonna that's the 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 completion date i think is right towards the the new year yeah which is also the kickoff of our ymca sports Well, well we'll actually start practices in december but registration just opened and it's been booming the last two days man it's been crazy here at the y lots of lots of people getting registered it's been you know kind of like it was back before pre-covid so it's nice
0: and and that's something that's a really amazing comeback from the y the last few years it got to the point that the y was close to having to make some hard decisions but here we are air quotes post-covid uh there is no post-covid let me tell you um, right, but you're back to your pre-COVID numbers. Your membership is is getting close to full. Your classes are getting close to full. Your sports are going to fill up super fast. Can you talk a little bit about the support from the community for the YMCA?
6: Yeah, um, definitely been getting great support with our you know our board. I know that you 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 have your your part in that as well, and um, just the overall feel and, and, you know, people coming in who are just happy to be back, you know? So it's, it's really, it's been great actually. We're going to um, try to get We're filling up fast. We, we definitely are still taking um, volunteer coaches. Uh, we're still taking, uh, today's the first day for non-members to register, but um, we're getting a lot of, a lot of new members coming in to register because of the value added, program that we're doing where sports are completely free for our members so that's that's really helping as well
0: hi dane leninger anything else to tell the friends of the show before we let you go
6: um yeah just come on come on in to Horner or mcleod get get registered yeah, again speak with the front desk talk with me we'll get you set up on a team practices start december 5th games will start in january so um registration goes until november 30th uh be sure to register register before then because teams are feeling fast so uh should be a good time you know for indoor sports this winter
0: dane leninger ymca thank you so much friend
6: hey thank you we'll talk soon
0: two hours in the books and van is still alive congratulations a little pat on the back over the air <laughs> we got another hour just talking sports Van Nunley and Robert Buck D. Gibson. You're listening to two men on 959 FM AM six ten, the sports animal. Two hours in the books, Duke City. Van Nunley, your the toxic avenger. You're listening to two men on, 959 FM AM six ten, the sports animal. Behind the glass holding it down at the studio, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Robert, you got a good episode of the BS show coming up tonight, my friend.
3: Yes, I do. And I was wondering, would you be feeling good to even video into that? I wouldn't ask you to. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you offline, but, you know, I don't want you to be doing too much. You can't be too too strained out and stressed out. I, uh, I'll, I'll join for a
0: little bit and help out my friend Corey. Um, yes. Corey Rutland. Yes. He's going to talk some mental health on the bs show tonight should be really good your vibe on that show is so infectious like it's so much fun to watch like you feel like you're part of the boys you're just sitting there having fun with you guys uh how do people check out the show tonight
3: they can go anywhere they can go on youtube they can go on facebook and just look up the bs show um and then we'll be there also even though we do do it live, if you're not able to catch it tonight, you can go anywhere that you listen to podcasts and just plug in the BS show and you'll find us. I'm, I'm very excited about tonight. Anything about mental health is something we've been wanting to talk about. But, you know, we're not experts, so we bring an expert expert in, and that's Corey.
0: Uh, as of, like, six hours ago, I was super excited to go hang out in person, and I just kept feeling <laughs> progressively worse and worse. But uh, I'm going to hang out for a little bit. I'm going to chime in over the interwebs and yeah. hang out with you guys for a little bit until I fall over and pass out. And that
3: is tonight at
0: 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Probably 8 to 11, right? You guys do yeah. a proper full show.
3: Yeah, we do. All right.
0: Let's go talk a little more Lakers. Oh, Let's man. rub it in a little more right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. You know how much Russell will? Oh, I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook makes this year. How much? Forty-seven
3: million dollars. Oh my goodness! Do you think That's, I would care hey, what people have to say about me if I made that much money?
0: No, you would (laughs) never care about anything because you literally, except for public perception, you have literally nothing to care about anymore. That is stupid money. That's life altering money. That's generational money. And, you know, due to past returns, Russell Westbrook had a great career. And who's most people are counting him out. And for his sake and the Lakers' sake, I hope they do turn it around. But, I mean, this is a. Triple Crown winner, like this is an MVP of yeah. the league. Yeah. Like this guy averaged a triple double. Like he is getting paid for past returns, and he just fell off of a cliff the last couple years. So I know you celebrated, bubble or not, you celebrated the 2020 championship.
3: You doggone right on I that did.
0: team. <laughs> on that team was one Alex Caruso. Right. Kentavious Caldwell-Pope mm-hmm. and Kyle Kuzma. Yes. Do you know
3: how three, how much those three guys make together? Not even half <laughs> of what Russ uh, Westbrook is making. Am I right? Alex Caruso,
0: Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, and Kyle Kuzma together make thirty-six million dollars. Wow.
3: A more you could have a those steel. three
0: guys. Yes. And you could add P.J. Tucker for $10.5 and still have less than Russell, Russell Westbrook's $47 million contract this season.
3: And we know the output is way better as well.
0: No doubt. I'm a big Alex Caruso guy, obviously, oh, yeah. for reasons. <laughs> but Kyle Kuzma, he is a contributor. Cantavius yeah. Caldwell-Pope, he's a contributor. Alex Caruso. And all of these guys that they let walk or trade – or got rid of they can all do the things that the team actually needs they they do not need russell westbrook he has a special skill set that does not translate to the lakers whatsoever
3: i got something else for you van since we're talking about that let me give you some of the best three-point shooters that the lakers have gotten rid of and it's six players here dj augustine shooting 43% from behind the three point line. Malik they Monk, that. Malik Monk 39%, Avery Bradley 39%, Wayne Ellington 39%, Carmelo Anthony 38% and Kent Bazemore 36%. Those are all players Lakers got rid of who could shoot the three. Wait,
0: hold on, Carmelo's still playing? <laughs>
3: yes, and he at least he can still get buckets.
0: He can still get buckets, and he can hit threes at a not embarrassing level like the rest of the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, this is is tough to watch because, you know, I say this a lot in other sports. Like, football's better when the Bears are good, when the Raiders are good. Baseball is better when the Dodgers are good, when the Yankees are good. All of these old-school powerhouses always makes the product better. Right. And for the NBA – it's better when the Lakers are good. It's better when the Knicks are good. And right now, they're two of the worst teams in the NBA.
3: You're right. The only one that's holding it up from the old guard is teams like Boston. You know, Boston Celtics, they're they're off to a great start. Went to the finals last year. Favored it to go to the finals again this year. I don't know if the Lakers can turn this around, though, because I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it's early. You guys are – you know, you're going overboard. It's only three games in, but it does not look good at all. Yeah, I
0: mean, are the Lakers, like, is this, like, an internal – like, a, a, is there directions internally from the front office to let Russell Westbrook play this awful so they can lose games on purpose so the Los Angeles Lakers can join the Victor Wimbayama uh, lottery? Oh, like, is,
3: I don't, but the thing is, here's the problem with that. You just said it earlier. The Lakers are a prideful franchise. They're used to winning, and they're used to winning now. I don't think the fan base is going to be cool with just tanking. I don't think LeBron is going to be cool with that because he's on this last couple of years. I don't, I don't think that's going to fly. It sounds good, but I don't think the Lakers are one of those franchises that says, okay, let's try to win this lottery pick.
0: Yeah, I feel I feel you're exactly right about the fan base, like having high expectations and demanding an extra level of competition that they're not providing right now. But if your team is this bad, why not lean all the way into it? Why not keep resting LeBron, have a couple fake injuries, (laughs) maybe throw a bunch of money and Russell Westbrook towards somebody else, get him out of the way, get that problem out of the way. Because you're going to have to take a hit. Yeah, you do. Otherwise, you got him for two more years. You're
3: just going to clog up your salary cap for two more years. Look at the Laker history. That The last time they got a great player out of the draft, I want to say, is Kobe. What was that, 96? Sure, yeah, An- Kobe. Anything else, they've got through trades and, you know, free agency and stuff like that. So, we'll see. I'm looking who they play next or coming up. I see a lot of L's, man. I don't see them winning for a while. (laughs) They have the Nuggets tomorrow. That's in Denver. The T-Wolves in Minnesota. Nuggets again at home. The Pelicans at home. The Jazz. That's the game they might win at home, which is on November the 4th. That may be Jazz. Yeah, but the Jazz look good, huh?
0: The Jazz look good. They're playing some all-around good basketball, and they're beating – good teams yeah top two teams the jazz got rid of rudy gobert the jazz got rid of donovan mitchell and they started off the season three and oh three straight games that they were supposed to lose they won all of them so maybe the jazz are up to something that we don't know about maybe they had a different vision of their roster than we actually expected or they just hit a bunch of shots and came out hot and they will continue the tank it's gonna be ugly this year. Oh like yeah. the tanking for Victor Wimbayama. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I I really can't think of a can't miss, no doubt prospect
3: like him probably since LeBron. You're right. You're right. And think about it. I was I was just thinking about uh what O K C Thunder have. You know, they had the number one pick, I believe. He got hurt sitting out the whole year. Yeah. Sitting out the whole yep. year. Now look at them. They could do the same thing back-to-back, come back with twin towers that are we've never seen before and be athletic, run the floor, shoot threes. That's scary as well.
0: Holmgren and Wimbayama
3: is yep. going to be the new Robinson-Duncan. What, but way more athletic, way more range. Way more athletic. Handle the ball. That's scary.
0: I mean, that's exactly what I'd do if I was OKC, oh. is I would lean all the way into it.
3: I wouldn't win a game this year. You uh, <laughs> Exactly. For real. More ping,
0: more more, ping, more L's is more ping pong balls, baby. Yep. So it's going to be a good season no matter what. Like you mentioned earlier, I love this youth movement. Yeah. Like, we're seeing... I don't know if the tides are changing in every sport. I don't know what it is in the water. But it seems like football, baseball, basketball, there's a youth movement right now of players who are coming into the league, rookies, second year, who are just immediate superstars, except for like a LeBron James. How many of those people
3: do you see every year? The answer is close to zero. Zero, right. And, and you know what else, Van? You just let me know. I'm getting old. That's what it is. Sure. All, all these players that we <laughs> saw from high school, college, play their entire career, they're on their way out, and you know, there's a new generation coming in. It's like, oh, man, I'm getting old. This is what it is. The 40s, baby. Yep. Got to love it.
0: When we get back, we do a little NFL talk. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The all-time banger right here. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we play on Team I Nine. We start our days at the YMCA, and when we have lunch, we're doing it at 66 Diner. Mondays, that's for the boys at Howie's Sports Page, and the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka. New Mexico's vodka. Um, This is the most commercials I've listened to on this program ever, because I'm just sitting here (laughs) in my home podcast studio with my headphones on. And uh, usually, like, we're working, we're talking during commercial breaks. I'm just sitting here by myself, twiddling my thumbs, taking a couple nips off of some soup. But uh, I just like to tell the loyal listeners, the friends of the show, We don't endorse any of the candidates that are running for public office yet. We have yet to make a public statement on who we endorse. And we probably will not endorse anybody as we like to help everybody. There's been a lot of political commercials on this program. And I want to make sure you know that we do not endorse one either way. But do your own research. Yes. Not like COVID. But, like, actually, like, look at their website, see what their policies are, and make your own informed decision. Two men on has yet to endorse anybody. Robert, two hours and 15 minutes in the books, and we're keeping this train a-rolling. Yes, sir. A topic I know you know a lot about is Kanye West. Oh, man sinking deeper and deeper into insanity Hmm. as now he's going after the Jewish and Israeli community with making anti-Semitic remarks on basically any platform that he can get his hands on. And the ripples from this are affecting the sports world. As Robert, you know, the Donda Mm -hmm. agency where – You know, he has um, agents that represent athletes both in contracts and marketing and uh, public perception, et cetera, et cetera. He's got a bunch of high-level athletes on Donda. right? And one of them uh, just today, Jalen Brown, says he won't leave Kanye West agency despite the anti-Semitic remarks. And he says, and I quote, The reason why I signed with Donda Sports, it represented education. It represented activism, disruption, it represented single-parent households, and a lot more people are involved in something like that. A lot of people that I work with, work with their families, build love and respect for, spending time in the summer. A lot of people involved, not just Kanye
3: West. Does that strike a nerve with you? Do, 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 do. Breaking news, Van. <laughs> you haven't heard about the follow-up to this, have you? <gasps> oh my, <laughs> hit me with it. He backtracked all of that. He's gone. <laughs> oh, he left? He's gone. And like the pet since the show started, he friggin' left the agency. Let me read you this. Oh God, I love this so much. And it's not just Jalen Brown. So he says, I've been able to reflect and better understand how my previous statements Lack clarity in expressing my stance against recent insensitive public remarks and actions. For that, I apologize. And in this, I seek to be as clear as possible. I have always and will always continue to stand strongly against any anti Semitism, hate speech, misrepresentation, and oppressive rhetoric of any kind. I'm leaving. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> How funny. And- now, I
0: was going. I was just about to chastise him for having this epic level of hypocrisy. Somebody but got here in his he ear. Is Somebody doing got in the right ear. thing.
3: Somebody got in his ear. Um, and he's not the only one. The Rams, Aaron Donald, did the same as well.
0: See, to me, Aaron Donald has always seemed, except for trying to murder a dude with his helmet, <laughs> Aaron Donald has always seemed. Like a high character guy. Right. And he would pull out of this immediately. I,
3: okay, I do have something to say about this, though. Kanye deserves all of this. But. Yes. But he's deserved this years ago.
0: For any number of reasons.
3: Yes. He's deserved this. When when he went on TMZ and he said what he said about slavery being a choice and. 400 years, nobody did anything? Should have been, this should have happened then. Right. That's the only gripe I have about all of this. Because that's the same vein of anti-Semitism, racism, ignorance, all of that good stuff.
0: That's- yeah, and it's not just ignorance about a community no. that you're obviously uninformed about. When he made those comments about slavery being a choice, that's his community.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. his people. He's and supposed to be a representative of the culture. The, the same people who put you on that platform to be able to say whatever you want to say. And also line your pockets. I just wish the companies would have stood behind that then. And then that would have just eradicated us of all of this that we're going through now.
0: Aaron Donald gone. Jalen Brown gone.
3: I expect more in the next 24 to 48 hours. Oh, yeah. It's coming. From every angle. He's getting what he wanted. Now we're gonna Con- see now we're gonna see what he's about stripped down of all this other stuff.
0: Kanye leapfrogged Puffy. Kanye <laughs> leapfrogged Jay-Z yeah. and became hip hop's first billionaire. Yeah. Mostly due to his deal with Adidas. Mm-hmm. And Adidas said they're not gonna take it anymore. And they also pulled out of the deal. They don't have anything to do with Kanye anymore. And they made over a billion and a half dollars a year. Adidas, not total, not the whole company. They made a billion and a half every year just from selling
3: Yeezys. Yeah, and that's 10% of their revenue yearly. So, hey, this is, he's been saying, you know, this is what he wanted. Now you got what you wanted. Now you got what you want. Let's see if you really stand on that.
0: Yeah, and I'm excited to see if he, like, keeps leaning into it or he takes well, the high road or if he works with somebody that knows, obviously knows more about the history well, of the Jewish and Israeli people, which, for all their faults, they don't deserve this kind of chastisement in the public world.
3: Right. And then, also, he's already tried to backtrack. he's He's apologized, but it's too late. Cat's out of the bag. You got to deal with this. There's going to be consequences to it, and we're seeing it by athletes pulling out, companies pulling out. It's just a domino effect.
0: And Kanye, like, even doubled down, said, Adidas isn't going to do anything. Yeah. We got a contract. I could say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to get that Adidas money. Boom. Next day. Yeah. Pulled the plug. Yep. A lot of these guys don't realize that there's moral um outs built into these contracts and again i might not be as eloquent as i normally like to be as i just realized Uh, i just learned that i got covid today tested positive earlier today so thanks for bearing with us albuquerque friends of the show hope we're entertaining enough to keep you tuned in right here to two men on 95.9 fm am 610 but yeah kanye i mean he's been asking for it for years. And he just keeps leveling up, leveling up, leveling up, saying crazier after crazier thing. And he is so successful.
3: Very much. He is
0: is such a force of nature within the music, the fashion, the entertainment, whatever community. I'm just assuming that he is surrounded by a team of yes men who never called him out. And so he got to re-up a crazy statement. Outdo that crazy statement. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And then now this is the type of universally appalled hate speech that will finally get something done about the way this guy treats other people.
3: And it's kind of telling. Well, it's not telling. It will tell what type of society that we live in today to see what's the outcome of these businesses such as Balenciaga, Gap, Foot Locker. Adidas severing ties with him. We'll see what type of society we live in on the back end of this. If he's going to come out, like you said, he's always successful. He always lands on his feet. If he does it behind this, it's going to be a sad day. It really will be.
0: I mean, due to his name and due to his stature and you know, friends of the show, I know we diverted a little bit from the original topic which is Donda Sports the athletes he represented, jumping ship. And uh, I stand behind them, obviously, wholeheartedly, because what he's been doing is just classic textbook hate speech. And I don't wish any tragedy to befall another human, but uh, I got my popcorn out, and I am ready to see everything that happens with this story because he has been asking for it, Mm -hmm. and now... Uh, the chickens are coming home to roost, and it is uh, must-see TV.
3: Yeah, we'll see. And everybody will be watching and waiting.
0: When we get back, more sports and sports-adjacent content. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Only two short segments remain in this special Watch Vans slowly disappear into nothingness episode of Two Men On. (laughs) I don't feel great, my friend.
3: Oh, man.
0: The uh, is oozing in my face now, and it's not cool. Yeah. You could probably tell my voice has changed. Yeah, I have. Three or four times throughout the course of the program. I have. (laughs) Okay, you might know this, Robert. Oh, by the way, you're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM AM 610, The Sports Animal. You might have known this story from before, but I heard about this literally just last night. Okay. You know, when we talk about Tom Brady being the GOAT and all the success that he's had over the years, I always chalk it up to him obviously being at the crossroads just like Robert Johnson and then selling his soul to the devil (laughs) for success and his favorite game. I think there is tons of evidence throughout his life and his career that he has sold his soul. I mean, look, Giselle, obviously, Gronk out of nowhere, yeah. obviously. Uh, there's just so friggin' many over and over again. All the luck, all the 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 bounces that have gone his way over the years said to me, and obviously this is entertainment, but he obviously sold his soul to the devil for all of this success. And it doesn't make any sense otherwise because it's never happened in any other sport ever that somebody was this upper echelon and this much uh, more legendary than all of their peers. Mm-hmm. But, Robert, okay. I learned this last night, and apparently, this is a three year old story. Okay. That he didn't sell his soul to the devil. Giselle Buncheon has direct access to spooky voodoo magic that makes Tom Brady win at her will.
3: Oh, this makes sense. And when now. I talk
0: about her, when I talk about her voodoo magic, I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I am talking about actual voodoo magic. Yeah, we know she's Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Things are a little bit different. Growing up in South America, uh, they don't really uh, have the same religious views as we do here in the United States. It's a little more uh, Caribbean and Creole, if you'd like an example you might be familiar with, but there is a lot of voodoo stuff going on in Brazil. So this story came out in 2019. Uh, Brady goes on to say, I've learned a lot from my wife over the years. She's so about the power of intention, believing things that are really going to happen. And she always makes a little altar for me at the game because she just wills it so much. She put together a little altar for me that I could bring with pictures of my kids. That sounds fine. That sounds sweet and considerate. Mm -hmm. And he has his intention to play hard for his wife and kids. That I get. That's a beautiful thing. But the story goes on. Okay. I have these little special stones <laughs> and healing stones and protection stones, and she has me wear a necklace and takes these drops she makes and say all these mantras. At first, I was like, this is kind of crazy. And then about four years ago, we were playing the Seahawks, and that would have been the 15 Super Bowl. She said, you better listen to me. This is your year, but this is all the things you're going to do to have to win it. And I did those things, and by God, it worked. So obviously that was oh. uh, the just-give-me-the-damn-ball the just Super Bowl, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I stopped questioning a long time ago. I just shut up and listened. So apparently she has voodoo magic, and all of Tom Brady's success is only because of her voodoo magic.
3: When it comes to Brady... You can't rule anything out. That's how I feel. Anybody else, I would be like, well, whatever. (laughs) But it's Brady, and you said it. Giselle. And then he says it out of his own mouth. Why would you mess with a woman like that? Why don't you not keep her on your good side? Because it's just as bad.
0: Arguably one of the most beautiful women in the history of the world. And she knows voodoo magic to keep you successful. Yeah. Why are you going to jeopardize any of that? Okay, and it gets even spookier, Robert. Okay.
3: Uh,
0: In 2015, it was early January, and she said, you know how much I love you. I just want to let you know this is not going to be your year. And, of course, they lost that year. Then Tom said, what does 2016 look like? And she said, 2016 is going to be your year. And 2016... That's the year where he did his voodoo magic every single game and every single game throughout the playoffs. And if you remember 2016, that's the 28-3 and 3 deficit to the Falcons yeah. and he ended up winning 34-28. This is insane. How did this fly under my radar? This should be, this should be the biggest talking point <laughs> in the history of football that this woman has this much power. And so they had a, okay, let's say they had a handshake deal, right? Yeah. yeah. That he was going to retire at the end of this year. You know, it leaked early. Maybe um, maybe it wasn't his intention to retire, blah, blah, blah. Truth will be told somewhere down the road. But look, <laughs> they break up. They're allegedly going through a divorce. They're allegedly living in different houses, and she's not doing her pregame rituals
3: anymore, and Tom Brady looks like a shell of himself. Yep. All of this can be explained. He's transforming into his very own voodoo doll. That's why his face is shrinking up.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> his, face, his face is shrinking He's in like a voodoo up. doll. Yeah. Like the friggin' voodoo doll from Beetlejuice sitting in the office. <laughs> yes. That tiny head. <laughs> so right after the game, the Falcons game, she said, uh, see, I did a lot for you. You do your work, I'll do mine. She said, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm a good witch. And that's right after the Falcons game, where she obviously used her voodoo magic to lead the Patriots back.
3: He's got to stay on her good side. That just means, you know what this he means, has to... You know what this means? Everything me. is about to go downhill for Tom Brady now.
0: Yes, without his voodoo magic, uh, uh Brazilian witch of a wife, yes, it's going to be an awful season. Now that we know that she was the one, the key to all of Tom Brady's success, it's going to be getting worse and worse and worse. For Tom Brady and the Buccaneers all season
3: well I'm saying beyond sports he's reached the highest of the highs if she has that power to do that I don't even want to think about the depths of the lows it's going to be the greatest 30 for 30 ever (laughs) (laughs) who would direct that 30 for 30 oh man it's got to be Scorsese (laughs) the <laughs> Scorsese did that one yeah it's gotta be or it would
0: have to have like a like a half horror tip oh like Tim Burton oh, yeah, would yeah do that Tim, one.
3: Tim Burton you're right <laughs> oh, it could man. be f-
0: like funny and quirky but still like spooky and horror mm-hmm. we'll see oh, or what's his name like I think it's just going to keep getting worse now that I have this information at my disposal and I'm learning that it's all been Giselle and not Tom Brady it's only going to get worse. I've never Just heard this story. It.
3: I've never heard this story. Now, I'm really going to be paying attention to Tom Brady.
0: Obviously, Tom Brady's the golden boy, and they're not going to put this out in the mass media, but I found this article on cbssports.com. We are a CBS Sports affiliate. How did I miss this story? Yeah. Uh 3 a little over 3 years ago.
3: Well, you it know It blows what?
0: my mind. And obviously, you know, Tom Brady's the golden boy. Yeah. And The mass
3: media isn't going to take a story like this and run with it, although it's reasonable. Well, you know, I was just looking this up. You know where it caught fire again. Well, it caught real fire where everyone's spreading it around, TikTok. So a lot of people caught on to this story, and they're on TikTok just picking it apart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look more into this tonight because this is absolutely bonkers. I never knew this. As a sports junkie, and you know our show, right. like we're sports-adjacent, baby. And this is like headline news for sports-adjacency right here. Yeah. By the way, the way Brady Zappy played since he's been taken over from Mac Jones, he might be dating Giselle right now. Maybe she just wants a Patriots quarterback. <laughs> yeah. More two men on when we get back. You're here listening to 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Ooh wee! Little coming in hot, a little punk rock. Going to help me finish off this program strong,
4: Robert.
3: Doing what I can. What are we oh, yeah. listening to here? A good question. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't read it before it left the screen. You know, I don't know that off the top of my head. Oh, duh.
0: (laughs) Good program today. Uh, Those of you who sat in the whole time, you're an absolute trooper. Thanks for bearing with me as your boy. It's not feeling too hot. Tested positive for COVID earlier today. And uh, it was too late for a fill-in. And I don't feel like deathbed sick. So I was like, I could power through this. And about the 6 o'clock mark, Robert, <laughs> it started to really hit me. Oh, I was like, man. oh, man. Yes, yeah, it was, it you was got, heavy on you. This focus is not there. And you know me, I'm a I'm a pro, brother. Yeah. Like, I could just turn it off and on whenever I want. Do three hours. I don't care if I'm sick or not.
3: Well, I'm going to tell you this, though. If anyone who's listening, we can't tell. We can't Noise. tell like that. No. If I if I wouldn't have said anything, I could have well, just kept it a secret only, forever. the only reason why I could tell is just because, you know, the headphones and all that good stuff. But over their airwaves, you can't tell. Uh, shout
0: out to friend of the show, Chelsea, who was going to bring me some whiskey for a hot toddy. So <laughs> stepping up, stepping it up huge.
3: Keeps it on deck.
0: So I could <laughs> I can cure these body aches. There you go. Great program today. Thanks to... Jacques and Dane of the YMCA for letting us know what's going on with YMCA and how you can help your community's YMCA. Now, we talk a lot about how proud we are to have partners and sponsors in the community, and the YMCA is definitely a number one for what they do in the community. You know, New Mexico Pinon doing amazing things, new friend of the show, 66 Diner. We're ready and excited to do some cool stuff with them, and of course. You know, John Lopez, he's out here in these streets, whole million-dollar John is constantly doing something cool for the community and literally every single other entity that we work with. So special shout-out to our sponsors.
3: How about them Bears? They looked all right, didn't they? Justin Fields looked
0: like a grown-up for the first time. Dropping back, making passes reading the defense, scrambling when he needed to. Like who was
3: that Bears team? It seems like they allowed him to do that this game. Other games they don't they don't let him pass it. He's just a glorified running back taking the taking snaps.
0: Yeah, he had what 12 rushes last night, something like that. Yeah. And that was all part of the game plan, and mm-hmm. I don't think you know Bill Belichick for all of his faults, he's pretty universally praised as being the best co- uh, coach in the history of the NFL, he didn't see any of that coming. He looked like a rookie coach, and Justin Fields looked like the veteran out there who was just running a better game plan. Usually Bill Belichick, he's the the guy dominating rookie and second-year quarterbacks until they get their sea legs and, and understand the league better. But I don't know if they just had an off night, and, and they were also – at home by the way. Right. And the Patriots historically have played way better at home. Uh Justin Fields 13 of 21, 179 yards. That's not impressive. Uh one touchdown, one interception. Limited the turnovers. That's a big one for him. Right. But 4 not 12, 14 carries for 82 yards. That's a 5.9 average and a touchdown. Sheesh. David Montgomery Fifteen carries, Khalil Herbert, twelve carries, both for an identical sixty-two yards, and they had four other carries uh, by wide receivers.
3: That's something you usually never see against Belichick—a team just running it down their throat.
0: Yeah, it looked like, except for a couple deep passes and you know a couple of run-pass options, it looked like friggin' Air Force or Army <laughs> or one of these. <laughs> Never throw the ball. <laughs> teams, it's like what, what NFL am I watching right now?
3: Well, you know they play great defense, and they're like, okay, if we don't turn over the ball as much as they do, and we just run it down their throats, so we're gonna win this game. That's what happened.
0: I love. There's an awesome little side storyline when uh Zappy, old Zappy Hour, mm-hmm. came in and replaced. Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm <laughs> hot. They all on me. Mac Jones. Who? Once he came in, <laughs> once once Zappy came into the game and immediately led his team to a touchdown and then subsequently a field goal, there was a rush to the sports books in Vegas for people betting on Brady Zappi. It's not Brady, Bradley Zappy. I,
3: uh, well, his, I like Brady
0: Zappi. I like that. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappi. There was a rush down <laughs> at the sports books and it was flooded with people betting on Bailey Zappi to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year this year because of one touchdown drive oh and one field goal drive. There were so many bets, it drove the odds down from 50 to 1 to 5 to 1 wow. in the span of one quarter. That's Whoa. how many bets there were.
3: Jump into conclusions
0: much. Hey, fifty to one. You drop a G on that, and he gets the starting job and yeah. wins Rookie of the Year. Like mm-hmm. that's
3: so, that's major. You're gonna look
0: like a genius in a couple months. Yep. Hell of a program today. Tomorrow the boys will be at probably not me, but Fred and probably a guest and Robert. You're gonna be back at the studio, right?
3: Oh yes, mashing all Robert. the buttons.
0: Robert will be on the ones and twos, taking your calls and punching the buttons back at k But we're going to be at 528. So swing by the Rio Rancho location right across the street from Intel of New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Come bring a donation of new and sealed socks or underwear, and we'll give you 10% off your order bring socks or undies and put up a social media post. We'll give you 25% off your order. And if you swing by in between four and seven while two men on is doing the show live, we will just give you free coffee. So come support locker 505. They're doing amazing things for the community. Show them your love and show them your support and get free coffee.
3: Can't beat that.
0: I know you're not a coffee guy, Robert, but if you were, I guarantee you you'd be a New Mexico piñon
3: guy. Oh, I, you don't have to guarantee. I know. <laughs> you know what, even if even though I'm not a coffee person, their branding gets me. I I am on board no just by the, just by the branding. I love wearing their shirt out and people always say, "I love your coffee," and I don't never correct them.
0: <laughs> oh no, I just never lean, correct them. Just lean into it. Let I'm them like, like, yeah, say whatever the, the hell they it. want. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like I love yeah, your coffee. I roast
0: it myself. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Oh, I made that one.
3: No, I always I always let them I do it like a leading question so they'll tell me and I'm like, "Yep, that that's the one." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I made that.
0: I roasted it last week. That's the that's one. That's my favorite blend.
3: <laughs> Man, I hope you feel better. Thanks for though. bearing
0: with me today, Robert. You are the absolute best. We love having you Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday behind the controls as well as, you know, Monday and Friday like we've always done it. We're lucky to have you. Thanks for everything. Make sure you're checking out the BS show tonight yes. on YouTube, Facebook Live, uh, and if you can't catch it live wherever yep. you get your podcasts, uh, going 8 to 11, talking a little mental health and having a lot of fun with it. I'll be sitting in for a minute as long uh, as my body allows me to. But, uh, yeah, going to be a good night. Really excited, really excited to see what special guest uh, Corey Rutland has to say on the bs show and just have a lot of fun with it because uh it's probably the funnest podcast i've been a part of and we love what you guys do
3: thank you very much we're gonna have a lot of fun i got a lot of questions personal questions just you know we'll have fun you guys tune in it's gonna be at where are the places you told them van also at the bs show podcast.com
0: Ooh, the whole website that's just the easiest one the just easiest go easiest
3: one just go there
0: Thank you so much to our guests. Um, Special shout out to Katie Bone. She is the absolute best. We love her, everything she does for the community. And, uh, you know, special shout out to Jeffrey Holland of Endorphin Power Company. We love what he's doing for the community. If you're helping Albuquerque, you always got a platform here on our microphones. Uh, We covered a lot today, Robert. But anything anything we didn't hit, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff J jay and a marie have a beautiful evening albuquerque we'll see you tomorrow from new mexico pinon on 528 we
3: are out feel
0: better man